Hi, Dave. Hi, Greg. You look parched. Yeah, I'm thirsty. I need more listeners to buy me a beer. How would a listener buy one a beer? Uh, they'll go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash dads on film pod and uh, the link is in the pod ta- podcast description they can just do that one off purchase for three pounds comes directly to us and we will be very very grateful buy us a crate yeah do that why not <laughs> support the cause tippers yeah boy here's the podcast missed that message I, like, <laughs> I literally just said now, Greg, you're taking the now. <laughs> <laughs> no, <man. Ooh. laughs> um, um, we're recording tonight on a Wednesday. Do you know why I asked us to record on a Wednesday instead of Tuesday? No, I went to this big nice. thing. I, I, I realised I never, never asked you. Yeah, so I went to this to the lengths of like, can you record Monday? Can you record Wednesday? I just this one week, I, I need to just push push it and not not do it on a Tuesday. Well, it was the great British Bake Off final last night. I didn't want to miss it. I'm glad I didn't ask. Well, and I didn't want to see it, see the a spoiler, Yeah, you know, the next day on okay. Twitter or whatever. So got Ben down, right? He had a, yeah. a, a, a little oh, bit God, of a wobble. Yeah, of course. All right, a yeah, little yeah. bit of a wobble, uh, but then he was down. He was down for about quarter to eight and then got went into our bedroom so we thought we're not going to go downstairs we'll just put it on the ipad we'll add the old AirPod, airpods in and things like that yeah, we'll just watch yeah. it here we go great british british bake-off final sponsored by aldi and then i looked ben's crying and he uh, <laughs> and th- then had it's not funny but you gotta laugh uh then consisted pers- persisted on having this uh this air quotes episode for yes. Two and a half hours, so missed the entirety of Bake Off. And then was like, get spoiled for to, you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then just went to bed pretty angry. You're not angry. Well, you know, well, that'll um, teach you. That'll teach you for moving the podcast. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I think we, we were talking about routines, and I think we, we, so Ben's got this routine now. Two bath Ben, we call him, because what he does now is he gets in the bath with Zach at like six, quarter past six, whatever. Can't do anything about it. You're not stopping him getting in the bath. And then he'll stay in the bath till about, I don't know, 20 to seven. Get him out, get him dry. We go downstairs, just me and Ben, tidy up, and then go back up literally about 15, 20 minutes later, put some hot water in, and he gets back in the bath. Two, two bath men. Absolutely brilliant. It's funny about routine. He he likes what he likes. Yes, he does. Cool. Um, How many baths? Not uh, one bath. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, not two. You're not doing work. this. It doesn't work. No, it doesn't, it doesn't it. work. No. Scrap that. Scrap that. We'll do it a different way. <laughs> In time, like you'll understand him better. He'll be able to communicate yeah. with you better. And over time, mm. you know what I mean. You'll be able to sort of like. I don't know. Well, you do it already, don't you? Like, you'd, I yeah, think you'd well, have a lot. I think you'd have a lot more meltdowns if you didn't have your yeah, techniques. Well, exactly. Yeah, exactly. 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 <laughs> exactly. And yeah. I think part of it last night was I skipped one little thing that we uh, usually do, and I think it didn't work last night. That's. But anyway, yeah. it's so funny you say that because, like, um, I was looking at this thing we're going to in, in a couple of weeks, um, and it's on the theatre website of where we're going. It had like because obviously like, everyone's getting better and better about like autism awareness mm. and stuff like that, and like from like an accessibility point of view, and a lot of these places do these like social stories, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so much of it is like routine and like, but also like preparing them for mm. what to expect. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I just found it dead interesting. I ended up watching one of these social stories of this theatre just because I just found it quite. I just find it quite interesting, yeah. like how they. The lengths they go to to sort mm-hmm. of make, like you know prepare yeah. prepare autistic people for that or yeah mm-hmm. or like non neurotypical as they yeah. say like for people but yeah it's um, well, mm. well you've had a better night tonight anyway yes um, what what have you been doing with your weekend <laughs> um what did we do this weekend just all bloody DIY all systems oh. go because we're yeah we're hoping to sell our house so we are <laughs> we've got all the tactics ready. Max's un- luckily Max's uncle runs a very successful estate agency so we messaged yeah. him and said listen 
we want to put our decorations up on Saturday, but we don't want to put the house on the market until like end of December. If we get the house ready, can you come around on Thursday, take pictures of it and then sit on them for like a month and then put it on the market? And he was like, yeah, fine. So we've just been painting and finishing all these little bits, but yeah, whatever. Nice. How was Arthur's little uh, retreat? Yeah, Beavers Camp. Yeah, he mm. loved it. We, were, I mean, we were so it's like a whole twenty-four hours away, and I think like we were more bothered than he was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When I said when I said bye to him, we like we have to take him up there, get him all settled, take him up to the room, the dormitory sort of thing, and everything mm. like that. And like all these kids are like clinging onto their parents, oh. and they're like, I'm kissing Arthur. Like, see you, mate. See you. Mm. And he just went, see you. Whoa, they've got Connect Four. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Connect four. Thanks, Dad. It's okay. That's okay. Um, then when I picked him up Sunday morning, like all these kids are running around throwing their arms around the parents, and Arthur just walks out like Kevin from Kevin and Parents. Like, Whoa! So tired. (laughs) I I, I see you too. That wasn't an Emma mattress. (laughs) So he, so he was fine, and um, we took we had a weird twenty four hours with Matilda, which was lovely, but it's just like. Used to having two kids all the time, mm. and then having one of them, it was just bizarre. So we had a sleepover in the lounge, and uh, we got a Chinese takeaway. She, yes. she, so she, I don't think she wanted to be in the her bedroom on her own, so she wanted to sleep with, like in the lounge. It's quite cute, really. Um, we went to Chatsworth Markets, which was a load of. Shit. I'm dead against the markets. Like, you remember when we used to go? I remember one year where we met with you. We and did, like, yeah. And it was like the markets were quite a new thing, relatively. Then, mm. and like you could go along, you could have a nice afternoon where you've got, you know, you get some space, you get corner of one of the like the huts, and mm. like you know, leisurely drink or get some food. And remember, we, we were wazzed and you went to the cinema after we'd been to the yeah. markets, didn't you? Yeah. Um, or something like that. Anyway, like I just hate it. I hate these markets. I just think they're just that they've overdone it. Like people just turn up in droves, and you just it's tight, tight packed. Like you can't, you got you can't get anywhere. You can't get any space. Like all, there are all these stalls. We couldn't even see what was in these stalls. Ridiculous. <laughs> so I got really, really grumpy, and um, we left. We went and had a roast at the cafe. And uh, went to the garden centre. So nice. well, which was... I I completely agree with you about the uh, yeah. the markets being madness. But also one of the other reasons I don't go to the markets now is because they do a little one at Bent's, and it's oh uh, yeah, <laughs> just better. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Good, yeah. good. Um, cool. Um, should we count into the show? Yes. Should we count oh. into a counting? Yes. A one. A two. A one, two, two. three, four. <laughs> I'm Dave. And I'm Greg. And we love watching films. Great films. Bad films. Blockbusters. Classics. Indie films. Cheesy films. Superhero films. But as dads, we especially love watching family films with our kids. So we've made a podcast all about it. This This is Dads on Film. (laughs) Hello. I was like, how can we do this? Never mind. Oh, dear. Deary, deary, deary. Um, so, uh, <laughs> yeah. We've done the catch-up, I suppose. We've done the catch-up, oh. yeah. Well, uh, got any jokes? Uh, did I send you... I sent you a joke the other day, I think. I think you did. I can't remember what it was. It was probably have to uh, scroll back through, like, thousands of Yes, messages. hang on. I think I, I think I, it's something about a... Uh, oh, hang on. oh yeah, because I was I was escorting students like naughty students <laughs> through the school, and I got this joke, and I went, <laughs> "Hey, Here here's go. one for you." <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, has it gone now? Okay, Dad, can you tell me what a solar eclipse is? No sun. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> These That's kids are just like, oh dear. Yes, very good. Well, good. I thought it was Brilliant. fantastic. <laughs> um, were you listening to uh, Adele while you were around the Christmas markets or anything like that? No. <laughs> I don't. I don't. It's not that I don't like her. I think she's talented and, you know, on her own, great, like, well done. 
but it's just so overexposed. Mm. Like I, I hate, I hate how they do it with these. I'm literally scrolling through my Facebook news feed, and it's like a stupid art news article that came up the other day about a journalist who'd come from Australia to interview Adele in London, and they interviewed her, but then it was revealed he hadn't even heard her new album. So <sighs> they're withholding the footage. I was like, who Whoa. gives a flying? F-? <laughs> like, seriously, I, I, I wouldn't mind, but she's just she, she's so middle of the road and like mm. i get she's got an amazing voice but do something different for god's yeah. sake you know the story about damon albon collaborating with her no so i mean obviously damon albon's like my hero and um they, they went into the studio he looks like he smells Just well he does he does there. in a moment because he's like doing this whole icelandic hobo thing oh is it yeah um good he's for like him. Got that, he's got an icelandic citizenship which conveniently makes it easier for him to tour around Europe post-Brexit. Mm. Um, but yeah, he's going for like an Icelandic fisherman <laughs> smelly smelly look. Good. Good. <laughs> you know, I, anyway, I mean, it's not, that, it's not that interesting a story, but they went to the studio together and he was like being him, like yeah. trying to, let's do something really cool and different. Mm. And like, she just wanted to do the same old stuff. And in the end, yeah. Like, well, if you're not willing to try something different, I don't want to work with you. And Fair she enough. ended up like slagging him off in the press, like "Don't meet your heroes" and all this sort of stuff. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, when was this? Uh, like ages ago, or quite recently? Yeah, quite a while ago. Yeah, it wasn't before. It was before like the last album, probably. Right? Yeah. So there you go. There you go. No, I'm just, I'm just, I, I just think that they ruin these people by. What I did like was the. Uh, I didn't watch it. Max was watching it on maybe like Monday morning or something, but I liked the whole. An audience with Adele because I it just reminded me of like in the in the ninety eighties and nineties they'd have like an audience with Des O'Connor and it was like <laughs> yeah. all like people from the Bill and like yeah. EastEnders or Blankety yeah. Blank and all that sort of stuff in the audiences. Yeah. Oh, we've got a question. Oh, brilliant. We uh, who's asking this <laughs> question? Oh, it's Jim Bowen, everyone. <laughs> Hello, Des. Hello. <laughs> just want to ask you a look. question. Let's have a look what you could have won, <laughs> you know. Um, and then you get the odd one where it's like, "Oh, we've got we, we've got another question." Oh, it's Jimmy Sam. Okay, what's coming up on the show, Greg? <laughs> well, Dave, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> Cue that music. Next up, the movie train is pulling into Le Mans 66, aka Ford versus Ferrari station. <laughs> um, <laughs> we've got this week's film news. Then we're chatting about a new release this week. It's the uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. What else? Then we got, uh, you know, what's the movie other stuff train. we do? Movie we're train. Movie train. Then, we're, then we're getting back on that old movie, movie train. We've got what's on the box. This is charades ready for Christmas. <laughs> and, uh, and that's it. That's a that's a podcast. We can, yeah, this is a stream. Then it's bed. Then it's bed. Yes. <laughs> then it's bed. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Oh, one thing I didn't tell you. Oh God! I had to go. I had to go. And I, I had to go to the hygienist earlier for like a double length appointment because apparently I don't teeth, to clean, keep my teeth clean enough. Forty-five minutes, right? Forty-five minutes with a hygienist basically cleans your teeth, tells you off for not flossing. Mm. Yada yada yada. One hundred and fifteen quid. Oh, wow! Jingle. Dad's rant. <laughs> It's like Le Mans 66 and then four versus Ferrari. Wah, wah, wah. An eagle, just an eagle flying in. <laughs> Leonard Skinner playing. Bit early for that. But. The stu- <laughs> I mean, the stupid thing about this film is, I mean, it, not that it's a stupid film, um, but Ferrari, the stu- stupid thing about that title is Ferrari are like hardly in it at all. It's not, it, it, like that title suggests like Ferrari yeah. are like, very much well, in it as much well, as Well, what's interesting is I remember when the first like stills were released for this film um, and it's just like, yeah. you know, Matt Damon with his cowboy hat on and Christian Bale in his like full, you know, um, whatever, like racing suit kind of, I don't know what you call it. Like, yeah, uh, And when it's like Ford versus Ferrari, I was like, oh, right, Christian Bale must be... Ferrari, like must be yeah. must be the Ferrari driver, and it just completely wasn't that whatsoever. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, um, there you go. Cool. 
Bit of a mm. synopsis. Uh, shall we get, shall I give, I'll give full disclosure. I've Before we recorded the podcast, I was like half an hour from finishing this film. It's a long film, <laughs> two and a half hours long, and I've yeah. just been trying to squeeze it in. So I've still got half an hour to look forward to um, once we finish recording. And I, I genuinely, I'm really, really looking forward to it. Oh, because, good. Um, I, I never, I mean, I've known it's a good film from everything I've heard, and it's always been on my watch list. Like, I need to get around to seeing that. But every time I go to, it, go to put it on, it's like, Oh, it's a film about bloody rate car racing, mm. and I can't really like a bit like I said about Rush last last week. I can't yeah. really like, but it's brilliant, and yeah. because it's 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 not it's almost not about car racing. Well, it is, yeah. but and and that's and that's a beautiful side to it. The way they shoot the tracks and they shoot mm. the cars, and I, I want to know a bit more about the production of it because it's really quite impressive from a for, sort of visual um, point of view and sort of like from a from a sort of a directorial directorial Mm. point of view. Um, So very brief, what is it? So in the 60s, aren't we? You've got Carol Shelby, who's an automotive uh, designer. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And he's got um, one of his old mates is a a British driver um, from Birmingham. He's brummy, isn't he? (laughs) I think he's maybe from like Derby or something, but it's it's one of those vague Midlands accents, isn't it? It's, I mean... Part of me, I was enjoying his accent, but it, it was too jarring for it to be good for me to say it's good. Because I'm kind of like, I'm constantly watching it thinking, yeah. I'm Batman, I am. I forget that, you forget you forget that Christian Bale, well, he's, he's Welsh. He's Welsh, it? I think, but, isn't he? Yeah, yeah something like that. Um, but, it, I mean, it was a bit jarring, but I I enjoyed it nonetheless. So, he, Christian Bale plays Ken Miles, um, Matt Damon plays uh, Carol Shelby. And um, they get sort of like picked up by the Ford Motor Company, who want to enter. Uh, they want to go big against Ferrari, don't they? In mm. uh, in the racing scene, and uh, with the pinnacle race being Le Mans, the twenty four hour Le Mans um, race, isn't it? Yeah. And um, but it's the story about how you know. First of all, they pick up Carol Shelby, who's the designer, and they get him and his his, his team on board. Um, but obviously, Carol Shelby wants to bring in his mate Ken Miles, who's a fantastic driver, but uh, but a bit of a maverick, a bit of a rogue mm. sort of character. And Ford don't think he fits with their sort of image. Mm. And it's the sort of behind the scene politics where Shelby's like, no, he's our driver, yeah. and, uh, and and sort of what goes on behind there really. Um, and I just think it's it's thoroughly stunning. You've got um, Noah, what was he called? Noah Jupe, is he called? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. From, um, from um, not from uh, Quiet Place, and yes, um, yes, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking, and, what, where, where do I recognise him from? And it's yeah, it's that. Uh, I, I saw another quite um, a lot of stuff. He pops up in quite a bit actually nowadays. Yeah, he was in um, a Hugh Grant like limited series. Yeah, uh, undoing, undoing, undoing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like I said before, I think I mean the story I think is genuinely really good, and obviously it's based on like real life events i've still got half an hour to go on it and i'm looking forward to seeing how it all comes together mm. but like i say I, I just think it, it's really wonderfully edited i think the way it's shot is fantastic it looks absolutely stunning and i went in quite sort of skeptical and like, like no offense dave but i can't wait to finish recording so i can go finish <laughs> <the> <laughs> Sorry, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's cool. It's cool. So, um, it's. I mean, you've you've seen this before, right? That- yes. Yeah, so I went to the cinema. Me and Stewie were watching it in the cinema, and we drove home. Going every time we did a gear change, we went because <laughs> it was. We just felt brilliant walking out of it. Going to it, yeah. Yeah. What? Well, there's a lot of things to really like about this film. Uh, the, the the one downside I would say is it's a tad too long, as we've said before. Oh, yeah, but, the thing for me that stands out the most is it's so refreshing seeing Christian Bale not taking himself too seriously. And it's yes. like, although although he's doing a great job, uh, you know, being uh, Ken Miles and obviously, you know, respecting the, the, the man and the legend, etc. It's like, yeah. he's quite funny in it. And, you know... Yeah. You don't really see that from Christian Bale, you know. In it'll it'll crack the odd joke in a Batman film or whatever, but you really don't see Christian Bale being funny in the slightest. And I was like, I walked out and I was like, 
that's great because you just showed it. He just showed again what a good actor he was. The yeah. other thing I really like is just this really nice rom, almost like bromance romance between uh, Matt Damon's character Carol Shelby and Christian yeah. Bale, and it's like it's almost like a brotherly love they got. They have they get into like little scraps and like there's a oh, really that funny. Fist fight. It's almost like slapstick. It reminded me a bit of uh, uh, Dar- Mark Darcy and um, uh, whatever Thacker is he called? No, what's it? No. Whatever oh, Hugh Grant's uh, character's called oh, in, uh, sorry, yeah. in Bridget. Um, yeah. What's Thacker from? Oh, oh Notting yeah. Hill. It's not yeah. Notting Hill. Um, but yeah, it reminded me of the fight in Bridget, which is, which is pretty funny. Um, yeah, and just a lovely, lo- lovely relationship that's going on there. Um, yeah, and for me, that's that's the, the 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 best part about it. You know, I do like motor. Well, I, mean, I you know I like Formula One and things like that. So you know, I was really interested in 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 the story. I love the production design. The sixties production design is great. The cast is amazing. Yeah, you know, the, there's not much more to say. I, it's got a really um, well. I, the ending's very good, and I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll I'll look forward to your text later on. Okay, uh, but right, yeah, cool. don't read too much into it because there's a few nice little bits at the end. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I love it. It's great. It, <laughs> it's, it, it's, it, it's made me delve a bit more into James Mangold, who I don't know a great deal about, but yeah. I do know quite a bit of his work. So like Logan's what a film. Yeah, uh, he's made one of my favorite films, and actually a film that means. A lot to me. Um, it's like Walk the Line. Walk the Line, because that's the film that got me on, got me into Johnny Cash, and Johnny Cash is oh. like probably one of my favorite. Well, he's one of my favorite artists. Yeah, um, yeah. absolutely amazing film. But yeah, he's, cool. yeah, and you know what he's directing next? What's that? The new Indiana Jones. Ah, yeah, nice. interesting, cool. interesting, Fantastic. cool. Anything else you want to say about Le Mans sixty six soixante soixante Swasson? Is that sixty? I don't know. I can't remember. Um, I just, yeah, I just switch up. <laughs> it's 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 not a sports film. Yeah, it's not just a sports film. It's so much more, and it's thoroughly entertaining. Don't be put off by the two and a half hours, and don't be put off by the rum rums and that. It's uh, it's quite cool. Fantastic. Would you say, Gregory, that Le Mans sixty six or Ford versus Ferrari is Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire or Barb Wire, starring Pamela Anderson? Pamela. I'll go for Goblet of Fire, please. I also would. Where can we see Le Mans 66? Le Mans 66 is available to buy for £4.99 on Amazon. A bit more pricey at other uh, streaming services. There Good. You go. Thank you. Just a little, bit, bit, little note. I've seen I've seen a ridiculous about, amount of John Bernthal this year. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think everyone has seen a ridiculous amount of John Bernthal because he's in absolutely f- everything. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Shame, man. Cool. Shame. My. This is the news. Excellent. Okay. So, uh, one of the first films that we reviewed properly. Um, I think mm. it was one of our first homeworks, and we absolutely loved it. Can you remember what that yeah. was? First homework. One of the first uh, homeworks. The Man from Uncle. No, that was yeah, that was the first one, but no, <laughs> it was uh, <laughs> the a next foreign first film. homework. It was a foreign film. Train to Busan. Yes. Okay. So American remake is officially happening, and it's mm. called The Last Train to New York. Okay. Good. Uh, that's all we know about it Um, great the thing is it's going to bomb because people are sick of zombie films now and obviously Train to Busan came out a few years ago maybe like four or five years ago now so that was in like the peak of it all Mm. and it did something different but now people just aren't going to be bothered about it so I don't see the point I think we should have like I think we should call like a a year hiatus internationally on (laughs) Remakes and reboots. Yes. More on that later. Okay, so we got some uh, we got some posters for the new Matrix film. I don't that, but I don't think that's particularly big news. But what I thought was just really interesting was I even like heard anything about this film. Like we saw the trailer, <sighs> no. probably yeah, about yeah. three four months ago. And considering the Matrix is one of the most like groundbreaking films of all time, and like you know if somebody if you were to say 
what do you think? Like, it's always going to be in the top 10 films of all time. The Matrix yeah. is probably going to be there, isn't it? They well, are not pushing this film at all, are they? And, and well, and what does that suggest? But also the fact that, okay, I get it, in, in the States, Christmas Day is a huge release day for yeah. a lot, lot of films. But they don't do that over here. And no. they're, they're releasing it two days before Christmas. And it's like, what, what are you playing at? Sit yeah. on it. You need, like, yeah. it's, that's, it's going to flop. It, like, I can feel it. It's going to flop. It's going to sure. flop massively. And the thing is, oh, releasing it there, they're releasing it literally like a week before Spider a week after Spider Man. People, people are going to wait for Christmas holidays to go and watch yeah. Spider Man. Yeah. So they're yeah, not going to go and watch The Matrix. So, absolutely. Yeah, that is a prediction. One, it's probably crap. Hence why they're not really promoting it, and two, the it's just going to be buried. So there you go. But yeah, yeah. I just I just thought the other day I was like, we've had one trailer, and it mm. comes out in like three weeks or four yeah. four weeks. Yeah, <sighs> silly, silly, what's silly. What's the? What's the? I'm going to try and find out what the budget is because that, that, that I mean the budget yeah. will be massive anyway, isn't it? But, but I'll like, say this again though. I said this a few weeks, like, like when we maybe spoke about the trailer. The Wachowskis haven't done anything good. Since, yeah. what the That's... Matrix? <laughs> uh, our favourite um, non-critical film director Martin Scorsese is going to is making a uh, film based on mm. Grateful Dead. It's in this. No, Grateful no. Dead. You know the, the the band Grateful Dead. And Jonah yeah. Hill is playing the main singer of Grateful Dead. I can't remember his name, <laughs> but there you go. No yes. way. Yeah. How's yeah? Well, that'd be interesting. I mean, are they going to make it sort of Wall Streety? I, pre- I presume so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I, I think it's pretty cool. Um, we got a trailer for League of Super Pets. Did you see this? It's DC's The League of Super Pets, and actually okay. sounds dreadful. But I watched the trailer and I was giggling away because oh. it's basically about Superman's dog, uh, voiced by Dwayne <laughs> the Rock Johnson. Superman is voiced by Jim. John Krasinski, and then you've got people like Kevin Hart uh, and a, you know a few others doing voices of, of animals. Um, sounds crap, but actually, how, are they, the release, and how like, are they release it in the UK? Is it, um, it's probably cinema, I can imagine. Right, okay. Oh, oh, so it's not so a film, right? Oh, it's oh, a yeah, film. It's, yeah, it's it's, oh, it's, it's a, a film podcast, isn't it? Yeah, I've it is. Got, Greg, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. One joke in the trailer was Superman uses his. Uh, laser eyes to iron out a crease in his shirt and goes should call me Iron Man <laughs> <laughs> I like that that's so funny oh, I, like I just thought that was hilarious oh, yeah that's brilliant and the fact that it's bloody Jim saying it as well yeah, yeah excellent yeah. okay it. I'm on board with that I'm yeah it looked really funny <laughs> legit yeah. looked funny it's probably crap um, he's been at it again Sir Ridley Scott slagging off people so obviously Gone. last week he was slagging off uh, superhero films. So this time they asked him why they thought why he thought that his film The Last Duel, starring uh, bankable stars Matt Damon, uh, uh, Ben Affleck, and a few others, why it bombed at the box office. And this is what he said: "What we've got today are the audiences who were brought up on these." F- cell phones the millennial who do not ever want to <laughs> to be taught anything unless you told it on a fucking cell phone are you getting like chucking your toys out be the a little no, bit bitter yeah yeah absolute <laughs> toddler <laughs> tosser <laughs> that's yeah. what it sounds Ooh. like Ooh. He's, um, um, yeah. he's a bit like the he's like the he's like the Noel Gallagher of directors, just like <laughs> yeah. chucking out abuse in interviews at different, whoever he feels like. I've um, always thought this though, like he's he's always been a bit of a loose cannon. Yeah, like not not wild like James Cameron. He'll just you know he's a he's a tyrant on set, but in interviews, Ridley Scott has always just been a bit of a knobhead. Um, yeah. So yeah. yeah. Smug, and uh, well, your film wasn't very good, apparently. That's why nobody went to see it. So, whatever. Anyway, final, final bit of news, which I just thought was really, really like uplifting, um, is just this stat. So, um, over 16.4 million cinema admissions in the UK last month, making it the biggest October for cinema going in almost a decade. And for those who want more stats, the third biggest October this century. In cinemas. Wow. So wow. thank you, James Bond. <laughs> wow. Yes. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um well I mean we always knew how much it was gonna to mean to cinemas, so um, mm. it's pretty cool that it's it's 
And I just showed like, how bitter were we about them sort of pulling it, ho- mm. pulling it again, and like you know, Cine World then closed the doors after that, etc., etc., etc. And actually, probably turns out it was the right move all along. So. <laughs> yeah, well, definitely. Fair, but fair play, son. Fair play. Mm. So, what have we had this month? Like, really? So, no time today. I was end of September, but obviously went into oh, sorry this month, last month. Um, what else have we had? You've had last uh, June. <laughs> yeah, you had June. Uh, June you had cu- yeah, cu- yeah, June had, obviously um, a big one. Um, you've had Eternals. Yeah, you've also had what's the other Marvel film we had? Shang Chi. Um, no, Shang Chi was August, wasn't it? I think something like that. Yeah, didn't we have another one? In be- we had another one. Are we had another one in between. Is it Shang Chi? Oh, Shang Chi. Yeah, okay. so. we had Black Widow at the start. That was like March, yeah. wasn't it? Or something. Okay. So anyway, so. but yeah, there you go. So I thought it was quite a nice start. Nice, uh, you know, we're, we're getting back there, aren't we? Should we just do a bit of time travel? Speak about what we watched last night. I don't know about you. But I watched no, the first not. episode of Get Back. It's tomorrow. Get Back. New Peter Jackson, Get Back. Yes. said to Max earlier, I was like, tomorrow night we're not watching any time a celeb <laughs> shit. We're watching yes. the Beatles Get Back, the first episode. Is it three? Is it a three-part? I think they're doing three consecutive nights, which yeah, yeah, I yeah. might struggle to do all three in three nights. But yeah. yeah. It's, but it's uh, going to be on It's on Disney Plus anyway, isn't it? So we can watch it. Yeah, We've all, I was saying to Max, I was like, you know, again, film podcast, but there's so much TV to watch at the minute oh, coming out we're watching yeah. that D- dope sick have you, have you seen that no. advertised really no, good no. okay so it's um it's about the making distribution and then obviously aftermath of uh oxycotton in america um right. so you know the like the pharmaceutical oh. and it's really good it's got the girl from i can't remember her name now um from what did we what was the book smart Okay. You know, the, the other girl in Booksmart. It's got her yeah. in it. It's got Michael Keaton, Will Poulter, uh, oh. and a few others. And it's really good. Um, cool. So that Hawkeye started today, and it's meant to be very good as well. well maybe, oh, maybe what you do, start this bit. Like, do it, find, do it, pull together a quick new little jingle for like TV chat. Recorded in front of a live studio audience. TV chat. We'll talk about the TV we're watching. So, um, yeah. And all TV and the TV we want to watch. We'll just do like a little mini section. Yeah, okay. We'll chat about TV. Yeah. Anyway. Choose your stuff. We're watching Succession at the minute. Yes. Yeah. Um, really, really enjoying that. I've just finished The Morning Show as well, which mm. Series 2 finished last week, and I've quite enjoyed that. That's been pretty cool. Um, Succession, I've been waiting. Like People have been telling me for ages to watch, and mm. uh, it's a bit slow to get going, but it's really, really cool. And, like, it's uh, your mate Jeremy Strong. You know, you're the one who you think is a bit yes. and everything. He was the worst. <laughs> in the, the Gentleman, he was the worst actor I've ever seen, and then won an Emmy this, like a few weeks later for <laughs> Succession. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. really? Okay. What was, what was that other film that he was crapping? Um, where he's. He was, was in. Um... Was it The Gentleman? Is The Gentleman the one where Hugh Grant's doing his. Cockney yeah, yeah. He's doing right. that Cockney accent. Um, yeah. But he was very good in Trial of Chicago 7, wasn't he? Because ah, he yes, was the, he was. with Sasha Baron Cohen's like partner in crime, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah, uh, other things that I want to see. So yeah, Get Back's a big one. Um, and there's something else as well. No, I can't remember. It's gone. Obviously just Selling seen... Sunset on Netflix, which came back today. <laughs> don't worry yes. about that. Don't worry about it. Max watches it. It's crap, but it's not. Max, Max watches it. Max no, watches I've it. spoken about this on the podcast like last year when we first started. When Max used to be like on the couch, pregnant, yeah. <laughs> watching this, watching this stuff on the laptop or something, and then we'd finish the podcast and I'd be like, "What are you watching?" She was like, "Selling Sunset," and I'd be like, "All oh, right," and then just sit there, what, and what's... she'd be like. Oh, it's it's one of these like Kardashian crap, and it's uh, the they're all realtors, air quotes realtors in LA or you know Sunset Strip or whatever, and they just oh, sell like big God. massive mansions. But it was one of them. I'd sit there, she'd be watching it, and I'd sit there, and it get to the end of the episode, and she'd be like, "Right, should we go to bed?" And I'd be like, "No, no, we'll just just chuck another one on. It's fine." <laughs> <laughs> what's the one way? What's the one where the the sh- staff shagging on yachts or something? it's not shaggy i still watch that it's called below deck gregory and it's been absolutely wonderful and there's three different spin-off series well two different spin-off seasons now um (laughs) and it's absolutely brilliant so i don't care what you say um i don't like football i like trashy reality television and that's what we're watching on tv (laughs) (laughs) 
this yes. week we got to see a brand new release um 40 years in the making or, or whatever um but this is the brand new reboot slash sequel ish um of ghostbusters ghostbusters afterlife directed by yes. uh jason reitman mm-hmm. ivan reitman's son uh which i think is a really nice little tie-in to the original um yes, yes. do you want me to give a little setup i'm that was a brilliant introduction, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, go for it, yeah. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Okay, so uh, set in present day, a single mom and her two kids arrive in a small town. They begin to discover their connection to the original Ghostbusters and the secret legacy their grandfather left behind. So, yeah, two kids move to a new town. Um, the grandfather uh, dies at the very beginning of the film. That's no spoiler, uh, but leaves them his farmhouse. Uh, they move to this kind of like, you know, town in the middle of nowhere in America and kind of figure out uh, he obviously there's a connection to the Ghostbusters and they have to kind of take on the mantle uh, to save this town and maybe the world. What do you think, Greg? Maybe yeah. the world. Maybe the world. Yes. <laughs> OK. Yes. First of all, I've got I've got some things to say about it. Right. What? Thumb up or down for the film, Greg? Did you like it? Did you not like it? I think you're not going to like it. Oh, do you know? Like, I'd be oh, lying. If, no, 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 no. I'd, I'd, I'd be lying if I said I didn't enjoy it. Okay. I had, a, I had an enjoyable time in the cinema. Right. Okay. Good. Yep. That's despite it being complete naff. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. But, but anyway, you go and do your bit, and then uh, I'll, okay. Uh, I'm, I'm making my notes now. I've just realised I've not made uh, any notes. Yeah, yeah, so whilst okay, you're talking, okay, right. I'm, I'm making my. I'm thinking about my notes. Yeah. Okay, I loved it because, and this is just it. It, it did exactly what it needed to do. Complete fan service and hit every single note to appease all the fans. And I'm a fan. Great, fantastic, <laughs> and I okay. fell for every single little bit in there. The John Williams esque music. The 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 Spielbergian, you know, uh, Amblin style landscapes yeah. and action adventure, all of the bloody callbacks to the original. I get it. It's not, it's not, you know, uh, it, it's not kind of breaking any new ground. It's not winning any Oscars. But I walked out and went, I absolutely bloody love that film. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot of reasons why as well. Okay. So obviously, it's targeting a new younger audience, but it still, for me, captures that kind of essence of the original film. Um, you know, that kind of wide-eyed dreamers who are completely, completely in over the head. As I said, yeah. it felt felt like a kind of spiel. It was far more kind of a Spielbergy film than, than the original. Um, you know, what what was kind of missing a little bit was the kind of griminess of the original Ghostbusters. The, the mm. beauty of Ghostbusters was that they were essentially pest control in New York, yes. but it was for yeah. paranormal. You know, everything, they were a bit naff at it. Everything was a bit crap. Everything was a bit broken. And that that kind of translates a little bit to the new film in terms of everything's a bit crap and broken because it's all old, but it, it everything was a little bit shiny, which, you know, okay, I wasn't 100% on board with that, but whatever. Yeah. I liked the cast. Um, McKenna Grace was, I, I thought she was absolutely brilliant um, in the lead role, and I can't remember her name now, uh, the, the main character. Um, but yeah. she was perfect she's got this kind of cold heart that uh, and struggles with that intimacy but finds herself in, in a passion uh, in in kind of science and and her relationship with her estranged grandfather i think that was really nice yeah. um finn wolf face whatever he's called yes. from uh, stranger things you know he was good as this kind of horny teenager i quite liked that he wasn't the lead because I think that yeah. would have been the easy thing to do. You know, let's get the teenage girls in by getting the kid from Stranger Things in. Yeah. And I think that was actually the right choice not to have him as the lead. But I loved him as this horny teenager struggling yeah. with, like, puberty in this new town. Paul Rudd being Paul Rudd. Fantastic. What's not to like there? Um, yeah. Carrie Coons. Um, she kind of did... I felt like she did what she can could in that role. But actually... You know, there was stuff missing that could have been in there to do with her relationship with with her dad, who we won't say yeah. who her dad is. Um, you know, there was a the yeah, pretty obvious scene. from the beginning. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, there was definitely things missing there. But you know, whatever it was, some yeah. funny little um, uh, 
like cameos, I suppose. J.K. Simmons pops up for like two two seconds in a really yes. odd role, and and Olivia Wilde, which is another link to a movie trains. Did you notice Olivia Wilde in the film, oh, no. Greg? She no. was the baddie. <laughs> Oh, was that Olivia Wilde? That was Olivia Wilde. Oh, wow. Very strange. Very strange. Okay. Um, with that all being said, it 100% jumps to shark. Jumps to shark at the end. Um, yeah. There's there's a, again, I'm not going to give away spoilers, but there's a particular thing that they do at the end. Yes. yes. And I felt like if they just did it for 20 seconds, you yes. know, there's, or there's one particular shot where there's a bit of a reveal. And I was yes. like, oh, yes. Amazing. Amazing. Yes. I actually got a little bit teary. I really love Ghostbusters. It means quite a lot to me. But uh, then it, they just kept doing this thing, and I'm like, ah, oh, okay, fine. We didn't actually need all that. It was a little bit heavy-handed, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, but as I say, it did what it needed to do for me. Me and Lever bloody loved it. We went, <laughs> we went on Sunday cool. morning to watch it. What do you think? I'll, I'll, start, I'll open up by reiterating, like, I enjoyed myself in the cinema, so like that comes with mm. that sort of disclaimer. Like I went there and I had fun, and I switched off after a stressful day of work on Monday night. Yeah, I went to the cinema, and it did the job. I forgot about all my stresses of work, and I sat, and that sort of couple of hours sort of went by nicely, and I had a very good time. Yes. So, and that's you know, as you said, that's what cinema is ultimately for. Now. What they're about to say next is going to make some people go, you know, that, oh, what? I can't believe you've not seen it. Right. <laughs> um, Ghostbusters, I never saw it as a kid. Uh, it came out in 1984. I was born in 1988. It just wasn't any reason for me to go back and mm. see it. Like, I, it was, I was very aware of it. I was very aware of the, the theme song more than anything. It was just sort of a, a rounding culture, but it wasn't something I ever went back and saw. So Saturday morning, I went back and watched the original. And it's one mm. of them where it's like, oh, the old big thing about Ghostbusters. I watched it and I was like, yeah, fine. I can I can, I can, appreciate it for what it was, but it's one mm. of them. I'm sure you sort of like had to be there. Bill Murray, fantastic in it. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot to be liked about it. So... I went into this having done that as my sort of homework. I've not seen Ghostbusters 2 and I've not seen the reboot from 2016 a few years mm, ago, yeah. which by all accounts wasn't particularly great. Okay. So um, first thing we're going to pick up on as a sort of negative is like Finn Wolfhard. You can see exactly why, what they've done there. It's like a committee sitting around going, right, we need to give this a real sort of retro 80s vibe to take all the mm. fans back to the 80s. So why don't we get the kid from Stranger Things to be in it? <laughs> and, 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 yeah. and all these little things. That are, I mean, the, the the way it was shot and there was just some like really obvious stuff they were crowbarring in to give that sort of nostalgic feel to it. Um, and, and I almost felt like they were trying... That they were heavily influenced by Strange, and it's, Strange Things, brilliant. I really enjoy Strange Things, but they were sort of for me overdoing the nostalgia and the mm. you know trying to give that eighties aesthetic, and it didn't feel organic to me really. Um, with that, there's a moment you know when the um, the first Star Wars reboot, the latest trilogy came out. What's the first one called? Um, uh, Force uh, Awakens. Force Awakens, right? Okay. There was a there was a moment when even I, not as a big Star Wars fan, when they when they revealed that bit of the Falcon that was under the mm. it was under yeah, a big yeah, like, yeah. thing, wasn't it? And even I went, "Whoa, that's Min!" Yes, yeah. like got I got a bit excited about it. Like, yeah, I can't yeah. believe they've done that. If in this they've done that, but then yeah. they've done it again and they've done it again and they've yeah. done it again and done it again. So, like, oh, what's that? Here's a ghost trap. Here's one of the mm. thingy handheld things that they that they go around with and everything like that. Here's the advert from here's the advert that they did in the original Ghostbusters film. Yeah. Um, and there's there's so many of these like references which like yeah I get it like you, you you're trying to please the fans and and if if the brief was to go out and just mass just completely appeal to Ghostbusters fans, fine they've achieved mm. it. But it's for me probably because I'm not like an out out Ghostbusters fan. Mm. I'm just sat there going, yeah. Yeah, there's there's another one. Yeah, there's another it's one. Pro it's probably as well with the you know when the when they do the reveal of the Ecto one or whatever. Yeah. It's crap. That's like that's kind of the point. The it's car, not a yeah. particularly like you know yeah. overwhelming thing. Whereas like you yeah. see the they see the Millennium Falcon, and you're like, oh yeah, the Millennium Falcon. You see that, <laughs> yeah. and it's like, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, still pretty. Uh, <laughs> oh, and now, now you're opening up a cabinet, and oh, yeah, there are four jumpsuits in there. And, yeah. Oh, 
Are they all fit, you kids, as well? So that's pretty impressive. I've got One weird thing was, from what I understood from the first film, you know, it, it, it's in the middle of New York. There's this huge event that goes on in New mm. York, right next to Central Park, this huge sort of like tower block. Um, there's film crew. You actually see on the film, from what I understand, mm. what I remember, film crews there. It's an event. There's crowds of people there waiting to meet them all as they pull up. Um, and But... In this film, it they are referred to as like a myth. Like, yeah. have you have you heard the thing about the 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 ghost stories from the eighties in New York? Oh yeah, I heard something about that, and it's like it was a huge thing in this <laughs> universe. Like, how, how are you missing that? Um, I, I I didn't really. I, I don't know whether I've missed something from the second film, but um, and it, this isn't a spoiler because they're in the trailer. You know, the little marshmallow men. And obviously, mm. like, you've got the giant marshmallow man in the first one. Yeah. And then suddenly, Paul Rudd, and this is all in the trailer, literally all in the trailer, Paul Rudd's in the supermarket and he sees there's a pack of these, what they call those marshmallows, stay, stay puffed. Stay puffed marshmallows. And they all start coming to life in the thing. I didn't, I, I didn't understand why, other than there was this awakening of this godly, ghostly thing yeah. in the area. Okay. Um, so that sort of felt a bit sort of crowbar in as well. Um, a big thing that bugged me is whenever you get, well, not whenever, but when I think it's a lazy, I think it's lazy character development in in these sort of films where they make a, a science a, a kid that's into science, and they always have to be like Sheldon, like yeah. like, <laughs> like massively on the spectrum, sort of like you know what I mean, like yeah. re, re, like over the top, sort of like really geeky, and it's. Just like oh, you don't, science scientists don't have to be these really uncool. Science is cool. <laughs> no, it's not, Greg. Yeah. Yeah. And, you play football. Uh, I will. I will end with one sort of cryptic comment, and it alluded to what you said before. They absolutely overdid that thing. Yes, and and uh, pr- presumably, and it's like the Carrie Fisher thing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 but too much. And hang yeah. it, it's like, we've done this now. We've gone to the effort of making this happen. So you're going to see it, and then mm. you're going to see it again. And then we're going to hang on it again. Yeah. And, then, and they're just going to nod. And yeah, okay, there you go. <laughs> all, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, then, fair enough. Well, you're uh, a Scrooge. <laughs> I'm joking. I, I'm no, joking. I, having said all that, no, I'm watching this and thinking all these things and saying, do you know, I'm thinking, like, whilst all this is true and everything I've just said is true, despite all that, I enjoyed it, and I think that just goes to show, like, mm. you know, like there's there's trash and there's total trash, and there's like trash, <laughs> trash, trash. That like this is awful, and I can't watch this. But this was watchable trash, yeah. and like for me, I was just like, I'm enjoying this. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand what it is, but that's fine. Well, and exactly, and my my thing at the beginning was like, I know exact. I fell for every single you know trap that it yeah. that it did. Every single marketing material, all you know. But I'm the I'm the target audience, and of course I was going to go in and be like, "Sucker punch me!" It's absolutely fine. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not yeah. groundbreaking, but yeah. I thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed myself. Would okay. you say, Gregory, that this film, Ghostbusters Afterlife, is? Mm-hmm. God, I need to write some more of these. I'm nearly out. Top Gun or Hit and Run? And I actually, can't even remember what Hit and Run is. I wrote that one a very long time ago. I'm I'm going to right when we do this after every film, I'm going to give myself a rule really. Ooh. Of I'll go for the positive end if I will watch this film again. Yes. And I'll go for the negative end if I wouldn't. Okay. And do you know what? I'd give it another watch. Hey. So, so, Top yeah. Gun. Me too. Sorry. Where can we see Ghostbusters Afterlife? Ghostbusters Afterlife is available in cinemas now. Chugga, 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 chugga. So, we've um, we've enjoyed watching uh, Matt Damon Matt in, um, in uh, Le Mans 66, a.k.a. Ford versus Ferrari. <laughs> um, 
And I'm looking forward to seeing the last half an hour of that film. But we are going to stay on the Matt Damon line. Well, mm. stay on the Matt Damon line. We're going to take the Matt Damon line. With this, and this Matt Damon line could go to many, many great places. Mm. Um, but Ocean's sat- 12. That would be a good one. <laughs> yes. Um, what else we got? Ocean's uh, 11. No, Ocean's 11 is good. I was being oh, right. sarcastic. Oh, I see. Uh, oh, right. The I Last Jewel. Yeah. Hello, Ridley. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for there. tuning in. Yeah. Yeah, um, we're going to go to a film where I neither of us have really seen this film. Um, I, I remember it being on one New Year when, I, like, when I was a kid, when I was probably about twelve years old, around our friend's house on New Year's Eve, and it was on. And I remember a scene in a boat. Uh, uh, I, I, it's funny because we've said this, and it's like I know there's a scene in a boat yeah. <laughs> with an oar. Yes, I've seen that bit. That's but all then I have not seen this film, and, yeah. and it's another. And it goes with. It's another. I think it feels like we are writing a wrong. Perhaps Ooh, by seeing this okay. because it's because uh, it's uh, something I feel like we both should have seen. But there we go. It's the 1999 film, The Talented Mr. Ripley. So, Oof. Matt Damon, Gwyneth Paltrow, Jude Moore, Kate, Bla- Kate Blanchett, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Wow, <laughs> what, what a, a cast. cast! What, what a, a cast! cast. I know very little about this film, apart from I think it's something to do with him changing his persona or something like that. Um, yeah, and I think there's maybe a series of books or something okay. about okay. it. Who knows? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's a 1950 novel of the same uh, same name. Oh, there we go. So, cool. Where right. well, the hell can we watch The Talented Mr. Ripley? I'll tell you, Greg. The Talented Mr. Ripley is available now on Netflix. Fantastic. I cannot wait. I think I righted a wrong the other day, Gregory. What was that wrong that you righted? I sat down and I thought I thought I'd seen this film in full, but I've not. I think I'd just seen a collection of scenes because it's a very highly quoted film. And I yeah. sat down and I watched the Rob Rayner 80s uh, classic, This is Spinal Tap. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. amazing. And oh. I, I like, I th- realistically, I think I've seen the film. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah, I knew every single scene, it. but I don't remember sitting down and watching <laughs> This yeah. Is Spinal Tap. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to watch This Is Spinal Tap. Yeah. And it's, it, you know what struck me is how much Ricky Gervais ripped off anything oh, yeah. Christopher Guest has done. Yeah, massively. massively. And, and even, especially in Spinal Tap, Christopher Guest is the spitting image of bloody Martin Freeman. Yeah, and yeah. Ricky Gervais has looked at that and gone, right, Martin, you do that performance <laughs> in the office. You're like, just yeah. do that. Because it yeah. is so, like, oh my God, it is. It's not not embarrassing. It's obviously, must. it's very, uh, uh, yeah. res- I suppose, like, you know, respect, it's, not respectful. What's, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, it's, it pays tribute. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Um, did you spot, to his spot, performance. Did you spot uh, Michael McKean? Uh, obviously, yeah, um, from, uh, he's yeah, a main singer, also. isn't he? From Better Call Saul. Uh, he's yeah. in loads. I know Michael McLean, McLean from something from the 90s. And I okay. can't, it's, it's not like Problem Child, it's not Beethoven, but it's something like that. And I'm going to find out what it is. This is Spinal Tap. Well, yeah, I absolutely loved it. It was hilarious. Cool. You know, again, yeah, I've, yeah. I've seen it, which made film. me go and then watch some more Christopher Guest stuff. So, like, uh, you know, he, yeah. he loves a good mockumentary, doesn't he? So I went and watched Best in Show, which was really funny, oh, right. okay. um, and a few others, like you know, like that. Can, and it's brilliant. Can you remember – I, I always remember when we played a gig at the O2 Academy in Sheffield in the upstairs room, but we got given a dressing room, which was, like, <laughs> in the middle. I, I, I don't know – literally rabbit warren to get from the dressing yeah, room yeah. to the stage and it was it was just like that scene on spinal tap we're walking down these corridors like, let's go play that. Like, <laughs> and you know where the there's the caretaker and he's like yeah i want to go down there turn right and they go yeah and you know exactly what's gonna happen but i still yeah, come back to him chuckled yeah. like proper howled laughing <laughs> And they go all this way, and then it, they just run into him again. And he just looks at him. Oh god, how old laughing! It's so funny. And everybody loves the you know this goes to eleven bit, 
But yeah. I think the funniest bit is when he's playing that beautiful piece on the piano. And yeah. he's like, yeah, this is my concerto. Uh, <laughs> I like Bach, Mozart, you know, all this sort of stuff. And it's def- like it's really nice piece. He's like, it's in a D minor, which I think is the most... Uh, <laughs> You know, <laughs> like sad chord, you yeah. know, keys, and then yeah. it, it's beautiful. And the guy goes, "So, uh, what's that piece called?" He goes, "This piece. This piece. It's uh, lick my love pump." Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant! Absolutely brilliant. On the box. Okay then, Greg, what is on the box for you this week? Well, we've spoken about it plenty of times before, but taking us back to pre-pandemic, just probably about mm. a month before the pandemic, me yeah. and you meeting up at Cineworld Didsbury yeah. uh, to watch the long-awaited and by then much spoken about uh, Oscar contender at the time, mm. Parasite. So yeah. that is on Saturday night at 10pm on Channel 4. So um, a great opportunity if you've not seen this film before to um, go and check it out whilst it's on TV or set your set-top box to record. Mm. It's um, it's really quite, it, it, it's quite something and uh, it's not an easy watch, but it's it's quite something. There you go. I look forward to reading some of the Twitter comments on Saturday night oh, yeah. <laughs> or maybe on Sunday morning just to see what people say about it because I reckon 90% of that audience will not get that film. Yeah. <laughs> What's all the fuss about? <laughs> How did this win an Oscar? That's what Trump said, didn't it? Trump used that at one of his yeah. rallies. He's like, this year's best film was from China. China. <laughs> It's not even China, is it? It's not even China, you dickhead. Anyway, um, cool. Well, I'm going to go for a slightly different film. Uh, Monday, 29th of November, film four, and this is 11.15pm. And this is a a film called The Shallows. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Starring Blake Lively. It's, uh, again, kind of, you don't really need to think about it, but it's it's a shark film, Greg. She's a surfer, goes to this beach in Mexico, uh, this kind of secret beach and gets attacked by a shark and she's it's basically Blake Lively on a rock for wow. an hour. Okay, what's not to like? <laughs> Good, right? Well, Good. I, I probably won't watch it, but thanks. Let us know what you guys are watching on the box this week. <laughs> so, David. Hi. Yes, Gregory. Hi. Hi. Uh, that was a podcast. Guess what's ha- guess what's happening for me Friday? It's our bonus day off work because nice. it's like something like Queen's Jubilee next year. So there's an extra <laughs> bank, there's an extra bank holiday. So they get, yeah. we, schools can put it wherever they want. So we put it wow. here. So that's uh, that's what we're doing. And me and my wife got a day off, and we're, we're trying to decide what to do with it. We we nearly booked into a spa with some friends, um, but. I think what we're going to do is go to the cinema together and oh, get wow. some lunch. I think. What are you going to watch? Well, I think Jane would quite like to watch Gucci. Spencer. But, oh, Spencer. Uh, House of Gucci is like t- two and a half hours long, and, well, at least, and maybe even more than two and a half hours. Have you and seen it, it some just, of the reviews for it? No, is it really bad? People are like, it is trash. But people yeah. are like, it's fine, you know, you'll watch it and there's you know, whatever, but it is trash. And like they're saying that Jared Leto is like, he's not bad in it, but he's essentially playing Mario. Yeah, he's like, I'm me, I'm Gucci. Oh, really? oh, Jesus. Um, wow. what, what, for some reason, my cinema is not showing uh, Petit Maman. And mm. uh, that is supposed to be one of the films of the year. And I, I so I'm, I might even stray away from my cinema and maybe we'll go and see Petit Maman somewhere. Mm. I don't know. Who knows? Um, Interesting. We'll see. I think it's probably going to end up being Spencer, isn't it? So yeah. Cool. There's Oscar buzz for uh, um, Bella Swan from Twilight. Oh, uh, is that who plays her? <laughs> it's bloody uh, Kristen. What's her face, Kristen, isn't it? Kristen Stewart. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, okay. I don't know. Um, cool, cool. So that's what Friday. Anything else? Anything else? Uh, I 
No, I think stuff will happen. Stuff, oh, yeah, we're going to put one of the trees up. We're a two tree house now. Nice. Um, Good. We, we, we get, we've got a fake one, and then we'll probably get a real one like in a week or two mm-hmm. as well. Uh, like so, it. Yeah, what about you? You're putting tree up. I, well, I'm re- reliving our beer tasting week weekend uh-huh. a few weeks ago because uh, it's my work's Christmas party on uh, Friday. Nice. I'm going, starting off at Freight Island, where we ended up, and then yeah. going back to one of those breweries that we went to. Oh, um, so you did it in, in reverse. In yeah. reverse. So, yeah, so that's Friday. Saturday, um, yeah, putting the tree up, getting a bit festive, some mulled wine and all that jazz, Lovely. and then some DIY, I can imagine, on Sunday. I need to do some, make some panelling for my sister-in-law, so yep. I might do that. Yeah, it's about Splendid. it, really. Mm, Excellent. Good stuff. Excellent. Right. Password this week, of course, is going to be Ghostbusters. Yeah, or ghosts, or <laughs> Busters, or or the film, or the or the, or the Phil Collins film Buster. <laughs> Damn Busters! Why not? Who cares? Okay, um, you can buy us a beer at buymeacoffee.com forward slash dads on film pod. Send us your reviews. Send us your um, questions, send us whatever you want. Yes. Who cares? On Instagram, Facebook, yes. Twitter, all that sort of stuff. Um, you, we, There is talks of us doing a Patreon, so if you're interested in that, you know, oh, yeah. good. I'm happy. Fantastic. Yes. We are, and I mentioned this last week, but we've got a date now. We are going to pre, and we're, sorry everybody, we're pre-recording this year's New Year's Eve Hootenanny Yes. Uh, and you're all very welcome to join us for some beers, some games. On the, on the Zoom. On the old Zoom, yeah. Uh, Saturday the 11th of December, everybody's welcome. Drop us a message. Even if you just if want to drop in. Attend. You just want to yeah, drop in. Yeah, pop in for five, ten minutes. That'd be wicked. But let us know. Uh, yeah, I think that's a podcast, Gregory. Excellent. Right, well, let's... Uh... Let's finish it then. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Smooth. Okay. Like, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, see ya. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>